Hey everybody, and thanks for tuning in to Starting a Record Label. If you haven't heard this before, it's just me and I journal starting a record label. Make sure to turn the page when you hear the tone. So, uh, this week, I saw a little little uh, video by Stan Lee. You know, he had passed uh, about a year, I think a year and a half ago. Luckily, yeah, I got to meet him uh, about probably about six months before he died. But it was a keynote. The video that I saw was a keynote that he had uh, probably delivered when he was at UCLA. I think it was. They gave him an honorary doctorate or something. And uh, one of the best things you know I've heard him probably say over the years is you know if you have a genuine idea, don't let some dummy talk you out of it. He'd went on about how you know he wanted to start Spider Man and. The person that was the, his publisher said, that's an awful idea. Everybody hates spiders. No one's going to want a superhero <laughs> called Spider-Man. And so like another one of the comics, Amazing Fantasy, had uh, been coming to an end. And so he's like, I'm going to throw Spider-Man in here. And uh, it was the last one. And so no one really cared. And that the numbers came back for that. And they were huge. His publisher came running, like, running back in the office and said, hey, you remember that... Uh, that comic character that we all love, that Spider-Man, we should do a whole book on him. So, and just goes to say, like, you know, if you have a genuine idea, something that you think that's going to work or something that you just can't get out of your head, don't let some dummy talk you out of it. And uh, it was nice to hear that uh, get taken to heart because this week I kind of decided to get some organic listeners on my podcast. So I went around to a bunch of different Facebook pages and Instagrams and I was posting my link to people, trying to be nice about it. I don't want to be spammy. What do you guys think about this? I just kind of wanted real feedback. And uh, one of the places that I posted was the Punk Rock NBA group. I know I've talked about that place a few times now, but I, I just love that place. I love those guys. I love that podcast. Uh, it's something I'm into right now. So there's a couple other ones I'll probably talk about. Probably talk about other record labels, podcasts, and some other things. But that place is it's uh, what I'm going to talk about this week because I posted my idea there. And uh, the group is kind of for anybody that wants to talk about any kind of business aspects. And so I got like a ton of feedback, ton of feedback from um, the people that were in there. And it was it was great because some guys, they didn't have use the kid gloves and other guys were like, hey, I just want to play, you know, Dull's Advocate. And even uh, Finn McKenney, the guy that does the punk rock NBA kind of jumped in and asked me some questions. I know that a lot of those guys don't really believe in labels anymore. Or if you are on a label, what are you going to... The whole big thing was like, what are you going to provide that they can't do themselves? Like I had... Uh, you didn't say anything about how you're going to finance the venture. And so they had all these questions. And they're all great questions. Um, so I was like writing them down. And I'm like furiously typing back and forth. Like, well, here's the idea. And here's this or that. And I've already like thought through this a little bit. But like I knew this week... I really needed to think through this. I really needed to like kind of like, okay, put this down. Let's start sorting it out. Like I have a, whenever I have an idea, I usually create like a Google uh, Word document and I just throw the idea in there. I have one with like 10 pages of like jokes that I think would be funny if I ever tried to do stand up, which is probably never going to happen, but they're there. You know, if I ever like stories and things that I don't ever want to forget and crazy crap I went through or song ideas, I have one more like, Hey, here's a great bunch of song ideas. I have actually used some of those before, but, um, I had another one where I just like, here's, you know, the ideas with the record label. And it was just like this jumbled mess of like, <laughs> it had all the stuff there, but, um, trying to get it like condensed 
so that like when I'm talking to somebody, they'll actually understand what I'm talking about. That's rough. Because I, like I said, when I went jumped into this group, I was like, hey, oh, hold on. Um, I don't remember. Let me look back, you know. Let me look through all this stuff. Um, <laughs> it was it was a good it was a good time. Let me just say that. So I actually had quite a few from not just that page, but a lot of other pages, um, punk rock groups, um, actually say, yes, this is a great idea. I really love it, and you know, keep me posted. And uh, I even had one one dude was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a solo artist. You should sign me. I'm like, oh, okay, no, not not yet. <laughs> but they're all they're all pretty nice except with the exception of like one or two people they're all pretty nice but uh i mean i guess let's just let's just get into it so the main thing was you know what are you going to offer <clears throat> that a record label or that the band can't do themselves and um well the first thing that i kind of wrote down was like the physical things that i own um that they could have use of that they might ha- might not have. So here's the here's the physical stuff. I have a 16 core audio video computer that I made myself. That's worth about two thousand two hundred dollars. I built it myself. It's really beastly. It kills anything. <laughs> um, pretty positive that when we had the signing things that they could just hold on to that and we could work there or we could find a place or get a practice spot that we can put that there and everybody could use it when they need it. Um, along with that would be an a6500 sony 4k camera and a video card um going for that is probably around 1200 dollars um they comes with two two of those lenses um about 500 bucks total for those two and a shotgun mic 250 bucks small lighting rig for that it's another hundred um i'm gonna buy a small t-shirt printer and so i'm thinking one of the one of the fun things we could do is that. That's 150 bucks. Uh, I have a Neumann M150 tube mic. That's about five grand. I have a Cappy VP28 mic preamp. Putting all that stuff together. If you just bought it from someone, uh, it'd be about a thousand bucks. Headphone amp, 150 bucks. I mean, you're looking at like about 10,550 bucks just for just for stuff like that. And I know they probably have like a lot of recording equipment themselves and a lot of things that they could probably work with themselves, but like this is some decent gear. And I know you can start off, you can start off not using decent gear. You can use anything. You can use your stinking phone. It's fine. But I'm at a level where this is what I use and my daily drivers for a lot of this stuff. This is what we're going to use. So that's all the physical stuff. Let's move on to production stuff. Production stuff, um, I'm a mix engineer, producer, recording engineer. I've been doing this for like 20-something years. I started even when I was like a little kid, sound doing sound stuff in the church. It's just been doing this for a long time. Can back it up with some credits. Did some Disney stuff. I uh, got quite a few bands that'd be able to back it up. Basically, to not toot my horn, I can produce all your stuff. I'm going to be there to help. You guys write, demo, pre-production, production, mixing, and mastering. I'm going to pay for it, do all of it. For uh, streaming, DistroKid, CDs, cassettes, vinyl, all that stuff paid for by me. Merch, t-shirts, pressings, backdrops, paid for, 
probably by me. This is something that's a little iffy at this moment in time, but I'd like to be involved in the merch as well because I feel like it's going to be tied to all of the rest of the media kind of needs to be underneath one giant thing. So basically help with uh, any artwork for releases as well as the website and social media paid for by me. We're going to be doing a lot of content. So I'll be able there to help plan and write videos with you guys, do weekly stuff, behind the scenes stuff, funny stuff, help shoot, edit, release videos on various platforms. I'd like maybe to move into the future of either having someone else edit it stuff so that we can kind of diversify and, um, you know, not have everything lay on me. Cause was one, that was one of the concerns of one of the guys in the, uh, in the group that I was talking to is that I was going to get burned out. And so luckily we keep moving. We start getting some money in, we start paying some other people to help and that'll help us push a little further. So anyway, we do a lot of, a lot of content could include podcasts could include uh, we do live streams, YouTube, Twitch, etc., all that kind of stuff, and even uh, basically v- music video production. So, like, probably not for every song that we do, <laughs> but I'd like to have a few songs, at least a couple songs, maybe by the end of the year, to have a music video to go with them. If we're not doing it ourselves, we can pay someone else to do it. That'll maybe be under how much we can afford. <laughs> but anyway, move on from production of everything to management. Basically, I want to be able to help manage the daily tasks of everything, handle emails and collabs, sponsorships. I'm not sure about how much I can do for local shows. Like I want to be able to help with local and regional shows, but I am unsure under California law if I'm allowed to do that under the agent law. I'll have to look into that, but I would like to be able to um, set up local shows and regional tours for you guys, not necessarily work with promoters. Like set up events around those shows, maybe meet and greets, uh, deal with press, blogs, podcasts, other people's podcasts, other people's YouTube channels, collaborations, things like that. Weekly management and marketing meetings. We're going to definitely need to have at least one a week. So as management, I need to have all those tasks And that's part of the management stuff that I'll help provide. Now we get to the fun stuff. Marketing. All right. So I know a little bit about marketing here. And uh, basically we'll be chopping this this part up into like three different sections. A marketing to gain fans. A marketing to cultivate relationships of fans we already have. And uh, basically sales funnels. So first part. It's going to get businessy here. Apologize, guys. Hey. So we're going to, let's do gain fans first. So basically, we're going to be doing several different kinds of fan finder strategies with social media awareness campaigns, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google ads, influencer marketing, if we can, if that's doing well. We'll have a brand strategy to keep you guys recognizable, and we're going to refresh artwork and media at least every year, maybe uh, depending on the strategy and what music we're releasing, if we do, if, if we combine all of our singles into an album or what, what kind of plan that we sit down to talk about to do, we will be part of that. Playlist strategies. There's uh, some things you have to do when you release to Spotify and Apple playlists so you can get a release radar, maybe some pay-to-play playlists, even though that sounds a little iffy. It's just, a little bit of part of nowadays. If we find some playlists we want to be on, maybe we could pay to be on them, see how that works. Heard good things and bad things about that. We'll see. So that's uh, gaining fans. 
that's not under just organic part or obviously organic part of gaining fans would be all the stuff that you're doing through YouTube and all the other social medias that you're doing as well as playing out shows. So next part, marketing, cultivating relationships, uh, obviously music release strategy for, um, releasing music for people where I want you to be weekly writing, uh, releasing singles at least once a month, doing an album at the, at least once a year, um, releasing to Spotify, CD, vinyl, etc. That's helping to cultivate relationships with your fans, uh, physical release strategy strategies for that CD cassettes, vinyls, shirts, more, blah, blah, blah. We talked about that earlier. YouTube release strategy, multiple channels. We're going to be doing multiple different things. We're going to have some funny stuff if we can. Um, basically everything that you guys are willing to do. We do reviews of stuff, funny stuff. We can dive into the songwriting stuff that you guys do weekly. Um, if we're on tour, we're doing tour shows. We're doing creative collaborations with other bands, even other people, other channels that aren't bands. Moving on, we'll have a TikTok release strategy to help promote your music. I know TikTok, oh no, it's just everybody doing dances. Like, doesn't matter. That's how Lizzo got big. There's just so many things that we can do with so many different platforms. We're just going to do it. Um, if you're not into that, then you're not into the rest of the stuff. I don't think we could work together. Sorry. Podcast, we're going to, if you guys want to do a podcast, we can definitely do that. Twitch, I mean, it, we could probably do some gaming stuff. I'm sure you guys would probably be into that. It'd be fun stuff. Um, we're going to definitely have a tour strategy. There's a ton of rules that you have to kind of live and die by if you're touring. You kind of aim to like create excitement and deliver on it, but without like oversaturating the areas. You probably only play like the same area twice a year. Uh, we can include Facebook and email marketing. Uh, we can actually find out where you guys' fans are at, and we can uh, try to cater to those cities. And, uh, yeah, don't play more than more than a couple times a year in every spot, or you're, or you're going to oversaturate. Um, we're going to have mailing list marketing to help cultivate those relationships. Uh, and like I said, we're going to have a weekly content strategy for these meetings. <sighs> All right. Are you guys bored yet? Because I'm kind of out of breath talking about it. <laughs> no, move on to marketing now. Sales funnels. They're evil, right? So for sales, I mean, bands just got to realize you got to make money. It's just how it works. Um, I feel like, you know, in the past, bands have been like, you can't do that. You know, this band's about art, blah, blah. But once you get under a label, the label takes care of all this stuff. Or at least under the in the old days, like my what I want to do is I want to work on this together, not just Josh is going to take care of it. We're going to work on this stuff together, so that we get what you want to do and what I want to do, and put the best of both worlds together. But back to uh, the sales funnels. So basically, a sales funnel um, would look like in this situation. We have a lot of free content at top, you know, YouTube, TikTok, music, Spotify, blah blah blah. Normally, normally free. Uh, and then we'll have the emailing lists and other things to where we can kind of bring people into our funnel. And uh, the kind of the deeper you get into our funnel, the more kind of like crazy items we ha might have to purchase. They're probably more expensive, but there's always stuff for people at all price points. So even if you don't have any money, you're at the top of the funnel. You get a lot of free stuff. You got some money, you can buy some merch. You got more money, you can buy a meet and greet. I don't know. Lots of stuff like that. But, you know, you have some money. You can buy something to support us. You have no money. 
hey, you can listen to us to support us. There's so many different levels and there's something for everyone. So hopefully no one, you know, completely feels left out. And at the same time, we're making money. We're supporting ourselves. We're supporting our art. Yay. <laughs> now, I've gone over some of this uh, marketing strategies. We have the three strategies that I've been outlining here, gaining fans, cultivating relationships, and creating sales funnels. Now, part of all this stuff, I know that a lot of this stuff is overlapping. A lot of it's in, intertwined with itself. Um, I got a little list here of, of making the monies. So here's a small list of making the monies because there is an infinite list of ways that we can actually make money. So first things first, obviously streaming. We got Spotify, we got Apple Music, we got YouTube, we got Deezer, we got all those streaming things. And I believe that you can make quite a bit of money off of just doing that. Secondly, we're going to try to get some syncs, whether it be movie or television, Netflix, anything like that, independent, don't care. We can put them, I don't care. If someone wants to use you guys' music in anything, we try to use it. We may definitely make sure that you guys are cool with it. Make sure I'm cool with it. We're going to try to get some syncs. Third, we got merch. We're going to do limited edition everything limited edition t-shirts mugs cds cassettes vinyls even maybe like if we do vinyl we might have a, a certain like fancy color vinyl and then we'll have this just plain black just it's a good idea business-wise to do limited edition it makes the merch more valuable to the person who's purchasing it so limited edition limited quantity good next up shows Ticket sales. Um, obviously, obviously, all of these things are going to grow. I mean, I mentioned sinks in the second one. I mean, I'm sure we're not going to get those for a while. But, you know, you never know. Um, but show, t so, uh, blah, blah, show sales. Um, we're going to have that part on there. Going to try to have, a, obviously, a strategy for that and to maximize as much ticket sales we can get there. After that, we're going to have sponsorships. Now, there's going to be a billion different kinds of sponsorships up here. Let me just break down a few of them. We can have sponsorships for videos that are related to what we're doing, like, you know, guitar strings or something. Um, and then we're going to have sponsorships, sponsorship spots for uh, videos that are unrelated. You know, it could be energy drinks, Wix, VPN, who knows. Um, then like a direct sponsored content. And then you can do all these <clears throat> with any social media that you have, but you got to be careful because you can damage your own brand. So just be careful when we say yes to these things and we don't do too many in a row on top of that we can have old-fashioned sponsorships you know when you think of sponsorships for bands you think of hey guitars and drums and strings and sticks and things like that um they're not giving out as many of those nowadays but you never know you know if we do really really well and we get out there a lot people that recognize us and know us it'd be pretty easy to probably walk into nam and be like hey give us a sponsorship <laughs> maybe not that easy but we're gonna try Next, we got Patreon and subscription content. So basically, um, for Patreon, I don't know why more bands don't have this. I interviewed a band a long time ago. Actually, there's a few bands that have even said this to me that were like, Patreon, I don't want to ever do that. It seems cheesy. Why should someone just pay me to exist? But that's exactly why someone should pay you to exist because... I love a crap ton of bands that just, you know, up and disappeared one day. And maybe if they would have had like $3.50 a month, 
from 2,000 fans, then maybe they would have stuck around a little bit longer and then would have had the opportunity to make more content. So anyway, Patreon, we can put more content on there, early content or contact directly with you guys. And uh, that's just a no-brainer. We're going to have some kind of subscription at some point. Um, what might be included with that is meet and greets. So obviously at shows and whatnot, you can do meet and greets. We can maybe even do like some special events and meetups for the Patreon members, anything like that. Who knows, even going to movies or something. Who knows? A lot of stuff we can talk about, a lot of stuff we can research and go over together. But that's probably kind of it for how we're going to bring in money at this point in time, at least. There are some other long shot things I want to do. I definitely want to get a building at some point in time for doing well so we can have a place to practice, record, um, stages for video, offices. I really kind of wanted to model this a little bit after um, some YouTube groups. I mean, I know, I think I've mentioned Linus Tech Tips before. It's one of my favorite channels on YouTube. He has a multitude of channels and he has a building that they've built out with a bunch of different stages. I think that would work great for a record label. I think that... You know, you could find a place, you know, outside the city, build it out, have a studio, have video stuff, all there. Be great. So anyway, that's a long shot, but that's definitely what I'm shooting for. Sometimes I look up stuff on Craigslist like, ooh, that's a nice place. <laughs> I'm get ahead of myself. Freak, freak my wife out probably. Um, I want to talk a little bit about maybe this idea can lend itself maybe to taking advantage of artists. And I want to be a hundred percent transparent with this, which is why, you know, I talked about a few times of maybe having all the funds be a hundred percent transparent. Like maybe there's a place on the website you can click to say, Hey, here's where the money's coming in and here's where the money's going. And I want to maybe talk about that a little bit more with the artists, see how they feel about that. I don't know the legal ramifications about that. I'll have to check. But if all the artists can see where the money's going and we can be as upfront and honest as possible, and I think the video helps for everyone to be honest because we're all going to be on video saying, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. And then when we get to the final signing, it'll all be in front of the world. <laughs> Whether that world is, you know, how small ever, you know, the views are, whatever it is at that time, at least it's out there. So nothing can ever really come back to hurt us too much because we agreed on it. We'll agree on, we'll have a, a contract tracked for you guys as a band to sign because you guys need a band agreement. Everybody needs a band agreement. It, it helps people not get hurt. It would explain, this is how we came together as a band. These are who the members are. This is how, um, when things break up, because eventually, you know, one day it will. Um, this is how things get split up. This is how a member uh, leaves. This is how a new member comes in. These are how the royalties are split, split up between you guys. Everybody needs that so that it is honest between everybody and that you know what you get when you come in and you know what you get when you leave. There's no arguments about it. Honesty all around. Everybody needs a band agreement. So there'll be that for you guys. And then uh, there'll be the, obviously the record agreement for us. And I want to be 
100% transparent with all of you. And I want to make a way to where if you outgrow me, that we can still be on good terms when you guys leave. And like one of the things that, you know, the group had asked me, like, why do I want to do this? Is it just for fun? Is it for a full-time job? <clears throat> and yeah, for both of those, but the reason I want to do this is because music moves me and I miss it. I miss working with artists. I miss playing music, to be honest, but I get to do that a little every once in a while. But like, I miss working with good artists. I miss hearing good music. Not that there isn't an abundance of it out there. I feel like it just kind of, you know, rises up and dies really, really quick. Just has, can't get root in the ground, you know? And I believe I'm pretty dang good at working with music. I want to do something with my life. And I want to create something. I want to do something with my life. I want to create something that's mine. And I want to help others create things as well. I want to create this business that will allow everyone to prosper. And I know that this is just a long shot. But it's one I want to take. I want to defy these odds. I want to be better than I was. And I want to be involved with music that will meet people where they are in life and lift them up. And so that's it. Whew. That's that's all of what I think I can offer. And obviously things are going to change. Obviously when we get to a point that you know some artists are going to be interested, we're going to have to talk through things. I'm sure there's going to be some give and take. But I'm glad that I got to go through it, especially with this group on uh, online and uh, not get just completely ridiculed because you know, as as creatives, it's just you know, you're your own worst enemy normally, but then other people pile on and the internet can just be awful. So I'm going to end this with uh, the great Stan Lee. If, if you got a great idea, something, you know, you really can't get out of your head. Don't let some dummy talk you out of it. Thanks for listening to uh, episode four. Do us a favor and subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcasts, I think, Pocket Casts, pretty much everywhere. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>